Hey, girl, hey. That just sounds so weird. It's supposed to. It's I'm silly. <laughs> Hi. How you been? I haven't seen you in busy. a while. Like a week. It was a busy week. Was it? Yes. Good busy or bad busy? Um, some of each. I mean, you know how it is, like, getting ready for a celebration, right? Yep. So, stressful, and especially when you're the host, you don't even really feel like you're relaxing at the event. <laughs> and we weren't even supposed to be the hosts, so there's that. Isn't that always fun when it works out like that? Yeah, family Surprise! drama. Surprise! Now you're in charge. Yep. Well, it was either we're in charge or nothing Or happened. nothing gets done, yeah. So then it falls to you. Because people are petty little children, even though they're grown adults. Yep. Oh, I know a fair share of those. <laughs> yeah, so. I've been in that position, and I feel like I've also been on that other end of that, where I'm content to let somebody else take over, mm. because... Partially because, like, I know that that person is going to do what needs to be done. And mm-hmm. also, like, if I have no idea yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. So um, I'm thinking particularly of, like, traveling things. Oh. And a lot of trips that I do with people, I do a lot of the planning. So if there is somebody else on, a, like, a group trip who's yeah. willing to take the reins... <laughs> I, I I sometimes am okay sitting back and letting that happen just because I'm like I don't I, I know that I know the headache <laughs> this involves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I was busy as well. I finally started to move into my new apartment. Yay. So that's fun. It's fucking dope. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. So, wait, let's, how about we say, welcome to my favorite haunting. I was about to. Oh, sorry. So this is my favorite haunting podcast. It's okay. You just, you're, you're excited. It's fine. <laughs> you're on top of it. <laughs> Trying to be. Yeah. Johnny on the spot. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, actually I'm Mel. <laughs> I'm Johnny. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not Johnny. I'm Ames. I, you know, it's funny driving out here and I think this every single time I pass that exit, but I was just thinking about it. The Ames street exit. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, my hometown really loves me. <laughs> they, I'm a celebrity here. You guys in Rochester, New York, they named a street after me. <laughs> Aim Street. And if you guys come visit Rochester, you can see it for yourselves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the street was named that before I was born. But oh, yeah, probably. I like I like my version of that story better. You had your own store, too, at some point around here. I, it was a huge chain. Yeah, I don't think it was just here. I oh, think it was everywhere. Well, probably. I mean, <laughs> it was like Kmart. Yeah. When did they go under? Like the early 90s? I remember my mom used to be like, we're going to your High store. School. High school. Really? Because I bought my first TV there when they were doing their clearance sale for, like, going out of business. Oh, my God. That's so my funny. 13-inch color TV that I was so excited. <laughs> and I bought with my own money. So it was after we had jobs. Yeah. So junior year? Senior year? 
Somewhere around there. Yeah. It's like 2000, 2001. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my God. Did you guys have aims? Do you guys know what we're talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were like widespread like Kmart. Probably, which is also yeah. now like the kids today are going to be like 20 years from now. Remember Kmart? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Most of them are gone. Yeah. Like Sears too. Sears bought a Kmart out and then, and then they Sears disappeared. Closed. Is that what happened? <laughs> There's like one or two stores still open in this No, area. I know. I didn't know that Sears bought Kmart though. I didn't oh, know that yeah, that's how yeah. that went down. Yeah. And that's how Kmart oh. stayed open for a while. For longer. like a, a couple more years. Yeah. I just remember being really bummed that um, that meant no more Little Caesars. Oh, because it was inside. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was like, I think it was like around that time or shortly after where I was like, oh, I can't have that anymore anyway. <laughs> but it was like, it, it was around that time because that was when I was like, I could have had it one last time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just gone. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I, um, if you guys make your way up to the greater Rochester, New York area, you can see the, the Ames Street exit on 490, yes. my street, <laughs> on your way to Rolling Hills when you come ghost hunt with us. Yeah, come hunt some ghosts. So here's the deal real quick. Um, we have seven slots. It's going to be about $65 a person for the hunt. It's an eight-hour hunt. It's going to be sometime the last week of August, either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, because it's cheaper during the week. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper during the week. Yes. Um, like but half it's, price. <laughs> the hunt is like 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. Like, they give you a good amount of time. Um, but it's all catch and release, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't take anyone home with you. You don't trust me. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do, do that. I promise you. Um, or maybe you do. I think that you should not. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, if you are interested, um, we're still working on putting like an itinerary together for like a day or two. We'll do like a get to know you thing, maybe like mm-hmm. a dinner, like maybe like a brunch the next day, review evidence, all that fun stuff. And the big, the, the biggest city nearby is Batavia, right? And yeah, I know they do have several kinds of hotels. Yeah. There, so yeah. There's plenty of, and I was thinking like, it's not that far from here, but I was thinking I myself would probably get a hotel there too, just to. Like, uh, have to at three a.m. Yeah, I'm not like, to drive back at three a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Even though it's like a half an hour or so away, but yeah, I yeah, because no. <laughs> it'll be late and just um, so we're still working on all of that. We're still working at the details. That exact day is going to depend on you guys and everyone's availability and who's willing to travel over here and all that fun stuff. So if you're interested and you want more details. Email us, myfavoritehaunting at gmail.com, or DM us on any of the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I moderate all that stuff, so it comes right to me. Anyway, before we get more one-star ratings, <laughs> do you want to talk about ghosts? Sure. I mean, we were talking about actually going to find some. I know. I don't know if that counts for some people, though. But I think They're some people are just, well, I think some people so are just, just really unhappy with their lives and bitter we're there. And, and like angry. Anyways, I don't want to feed those trolls too much. Yeah. But, um, hey, on that topic, if you guys haven't rated and reviewed us on iTunes yet, 
<laughs> we could really use your help. Yeah. <laughs> There's some haters. Haters going to hate. It's fine. And tears are going to take. <laughs> I just, I also feel like make sure your rating matches your review. Like, don't say, well, there's this one thing that I don't like, but everything else is amazing, and then give us one star. Yeah, that's kind of like an oxymoron, maybe? Yeah, that kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, that sounds more like, okay, maybe it's a three-star review. That doesn't sound like a one-star review to me, but I mean, no, you know, one, what the fuck one, do I know? <laughs> one star is like, I totally hate this. I'm never going to listen again. It's shit. They don't know how to edit. They don't know what sound is. They don't even, like, their ghost stories are horrible. Like, their content sucks. Their quality sucks. And I don't think any of that is true. But those two one-stars, like, really took us down a lot. So if you guys haven't yet, go give us ten stars. Yeah. You can't give us ten stars. Vote twice. <laughs> give us, give, give us two whatever. Different, two different uh, devices, vote twice. <laughs> really, whatever your heart, when you feel in your soul, but make sure it matches your review. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I feel like we should do, like... Um, you don't watch TV, but I think it's, is it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? One of those late night guys, they do mean tweets. Mm. They make their, the celebrity guests read out mean tweets about themselves. One day <laughs> we should gather all the like mean reviews <laughs> and read them to each other. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like to do that. I would laugh. Because you know what? We don't get paid either way. So yeah. we're just here to have fun. Exactly. If you're not having fun, then don't listen to us. Exactly. So, But there are mean people out there. It's the internet. You know? Yep. Unhappy people go I'm and I'm surprised make it took unhappy. this long to get it. So, <laughs> I know. I, was imp- I literally said, we don't have any one-star reviews, so we're doing pretty good. And then <laughs> <laughs> that day we got a one-star rating. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta Don't stop tab I, I have to stop talking is yeah. what I have to stop doing. So your lips shut. I just never say words and nothing bad have, will have, happen. Have a tiny little hole you can stick a straw in and that's it. Yes, so milkshakes can... forever. <laughs> Vegan milkshakes? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that's not ghost related. Should we talk about ghosts? Um, no. Yes. Oh, I guess yeah. we should. We probably should. Uh, whose turn is it? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I don't care. I'm gonna flip a coin. Do you have a coin? Eh, not handy. There's one right there. I have to pee, though. I gotta shake it off. It's in my head. It keeps going back and forth between both versions. Alright. If you don't know what that means, I feel sorry for you. That's not ghost related. All right. I have a penny. I have a shiny penny in my hand. I'm going to flip it. Maybe. I'll see. Call it in the air? Sure. Okay. Let's see if I can flip it. Okay. Call it. Tails. <laughs> Where'd it go? Oh, it's over there. Heads. You go oh, first. it's my turn. All right. <laughs> oh, just, just leave it. it. No, no, leave it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> no, I don't got it. Ah, I pulled a muscle in my foot. Okay. Are those checkers on your socks? Or infinity stones. Oh. <laughs> that makes more sense. I was like, I was thinking like they kind of look like. It's um, even labeled infinity stones. Well, I can't see the words. You're wearing glasses. You need a new prescription. <laughs> your spectacles. No, I only saw like this part of your toe. Oh, yeah. It's across the toes. Yeah, they're the infinity stones. Because <laughs> they look like, like connect four, like the pictures yeah, on the do. box. The- <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, they're socks. 
I know. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm wearing my Connect Four socks. What is that? Um, twister, like Twister dots or something. Twist and shout. All right. I'm really excited for this ghost story. Hope we didn't do the same one. I really doubt it because I didn't come across any ghost hunters or anything. This was any. Oh, um, it's in Ireland. Oh, no. I'm doing Ireland. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, really? I was a little nervous because I'm like, I doubt she's ever heard of this, but it's Ireland, so who knows? Um, okay. So there's a little bit of a backstory. This was kind of a viewer mail. Okay. But he's not really a viewer. Maybe now he is. He followed our socials. So, um, so he was referred to us by my cousin. Yes. Um, so Nate. Hi, Nate. Hi. Um, uh, a few years ago, Nate visited, I'm probably going to say this wrong because I don't do, I love listening to their accents, but oh, I don't, yeah. I don't do the Irish. Their accents are awesome. <laughs> Irish okay. and Scottish. So Crumlin Road ga- Gale, ga- Gowl, Goal. It, so it looks like goal, like, like soccer goal, mm-hmm. but the A and the O are switched. So it's G-A-O-L. So it's like Gowl, Gowl. It means jail. <laughs> Um, it's in Belfast. So a few years ago, uh, Nate was visiting with his sister and he got a peculiar photograph and he, like, they had like a little experience while they, they were just there on like a regular daytime, like it was like a ghost tour, but they weren't like investigating or anything. Mm -hmm. So as far as I know, so, uh, I'll get to his story at the end, but I wanted (laughs) to properly credit him for bringing this to our attention. We have... We have his photo too that he gave us permission to post. So thanks, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Um, And I actually, as I was researching this, I came across this group called Ghost Searchers Ireland. Hmm. Where did I write it? Ghost, yeah, Ghost Searchers Ireland. So unclear if. They have an actual show that airs on television oh. or if it's just a YouTube show. Either way, it's good. they are my heroes. They're, it's very good. Cool. They got a ton of shit and it looks like they've been here twice. Mm. Um, so, okay. So, and they actually like posted it in some fashion so you, other people could see full it. Full-length video. Yeah. I, I know. I'm just... Yep. <laughs> Yep. Because there's... I know. When they're like, oh, I found this. And then it's like, okay, can I see? Can I hear? No? What? Exactly. Okay. Did it even happen? Um, No, they're very cool. If you search them, and I have their YouTube link that I'll... Well, I have a couple YouTube links for them that I'll put up with the post as well. Um, But I want to go through and watch all their other videos because first Mm -hmm. of all, their accents, I could listen to them all fucking day. Like they're, oh my God. Like every time they talk and I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) I'm like repeating the words back because I'm like, that sounds so cool. And I'm like, I can't do it right. I butcher it. But oh my God, I could listen to you guys all day. Um, And they're they're, like, they're kind of funny. Anyways, we'll get to them. (laughs) So the Crumlin Road prison because i don't know how to say that word belfast um it was known as europe's alcatraz so it was built in 1845 and it's the only victorian era prison still standing in northern ireland 
It ceased operation in 1996 when it underwent extensive renovations and reopened as a conference center slash concert venue slash restaurant <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> they do it all. They're also still like restoring the wings mm-hmm. and turning them into museums, but they're doing, so they're like restoring like the wings of the cells and they're uh-huh. doing each one for a different time period. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like, you'll have like one will be like the original, like in the 1840s, what it looked like. And then the next one will be like the troubles period with like the IRA and, and everything. And mark this place down for Ireland trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I absolutely want to investigate this place. They had so much shit happen. It was amazing. Like there was too much. I didn't even write it all down because there was just too much. Yeah. Um, well, you got to have the opposite problem with me this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in addition to making a museum, they do like, they, it's a conference center, they Mm -hmm. host concerts there, and then they have a functioning restaurant as well. And Queen Elizabeth II visited in 2014. Yeah. Cool. I mean, she's a pretty cool lady. Yeah, she is. She's pretty awesome. Uh, so it was modeled after the separate system and it was the first to do so in Ireland. Mm -hmm. So it was set up that like. It's like Eastern state. And yeah. then I think you did one that was the same where zero yeah. prisoner, like the prisoners had zero contact with each other. Oh, Australia, and, the Australia one I did. Yeah. 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 Um, and so like each prisoner had their own cell because mm-hmm. it was a separate system. Um, the cells were 12 feet by seven feet. It's and pretty good. It was originally intense. So one per cell, it was originally intended to house, Five, between 500 and 550 prisoners. By the 1970s, they were holding up to three times as many. Oh. So there were three people, up to three people in each of those cells. Now it's not so good. No. Because <laughs> I was thinking that it mentions 12 by 7, and I'm like, oh, that's about the size of my new living room in my <laughs> new, my apartment. <laughs> it's a decent size. Mm-hmm. It's like for one person. You yeah. have room to move around. You can put the bed there. You put the toilet over there. You have space in the middle. You do some push-ups or whatever <laughs> it is that you do all day. Um, or just like sprawl out on the floor and stare at the ceiling. I don't know. Um, stare off into space. <laughs> I feel like that's what I would do. Just stare at the wall and daydream all day. <laughs> because when you have a good imagination... You really can't be a prisoner anywhere. Yep. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, by the 70s, they were cramming up to three people in each of those cells. Um, wow. And then across the street was the courthouse, mm-hmm. which is still standing, but now it's derelict. It's falling apart. Yeah. Um, there was, or still is, a tunnel that runs underground ac- yeah. underneath the street so they could transport the prisoners ah. just between court and jail just via that tunnel. No chance for escape for you. No. <laughs> um, the first inmates to be transferred into that prison were um, inmates from the... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Ireland, I apologize. You're all beautiful. I can't do it. Um, Carrick Fergus. Carrick Fergus. So, so like, Fergus, and I'm thinking from Supernatural, I just have Rowena's voice in my Fergus. <laughs> Yeah. But it Car- Carrick Fergus um, prison. So it didn't say how far away it was. I probably could have looked into that more. I didn't because <laughs> then I started watching videos and I got really excited. And I was like, who cares about the history? I just want to see all this. I'm kidding. Um, only a little. Um, but they were forced to walk to um, Crumlin Road 
in chains the -hmm. entire way. They consisted of men, women, and children prisoners. Um, The children inmates were commonly uh, from impoverished families and usually in prison for things like stealing food or clothes. Yeah. Um, In 1858, okay, this varies a little. The story doesn't vary. The age varies. Mm -hmm. He was either 13 years old or 10 years old. Okay. Um, Patrick McGee. So he was sentenced to three months hard labor. He, I think he stole food. Oh. Um, which is such a fucking bullshit. Like, kid wants to fucking eat. Like, he's a child. He's fucking yeah. hungry. Um, but, I mean, back then that was, like, everywhere. Like, I mean, that was here, too. But, it, like, fucking kids. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but, I mean... The judge added on top of that for him to be taken back to the prison and whipped. And so this kid was terrified and ended up hanging himself in his cell. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Women were housed in the prison blockhouse until the early 1900s. Um, And then the suffragettes, including Dorothy Evans and Madge Muir. 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 Mark. M-U-I-R. I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, they were, like, activists. Mm, yeah. Um, they were imprisoned there in the... Gaol. 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 <laughs> in, uh, in 1914, when they were doing... When um, mm-hmm. the suffragette thing was going on over there. Um, throughout the prison's history, there were 17 prisoners executed. The last one was carried out in 1961. The original design didn't include a gallows, so executions were carried out publicly until an execution chamber was built inside the prison walls. Um, the executed were all buried inside the walls in unconsecrated ground beside the prison hospital. Two prisoners remains were later reinterred elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing like their families got them. Um, the other 15 are still there. I couldn't find a lot of details on escapes, but according to Wikipedia, there were a number of successful escape attempts. Um, um, wait. <laughs> by definition of attempt. <laughs> I think if you succeed, that's no longer an attempt, right? Uh, like, yeah. It actually happened. It was successful. So it it's went either, through. It's either a success or an attempt. I think it's attempt, the other. attempt implies failure. Yes. Um, so I guess there were a number of successful escapes. Okay. Uh, even though it was referred to, it was known as Europe's Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how many escaped from Alcatraz? Like, we don't know that they actually, like, survived and made it to shore. Uh, there was those three in the boat. Yeah. They never found them, right? Nope. So we don't know them. if they made it or not, but they were not recaptured. No, they were not. So. And I can't remember. I think there was others that at least got down to the water. Yeah. Like Alcatraz <laughs> had a lot of attempts. I don't remember. I, I know I did that one, but I can't yeah. remember. The well, I mean, details. it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, so ghost searchers, Ireland. Okay. Oh my God. There's so much. It's amazing. Oh God. I want to investigate with these guys just because <laughs> I want to, li- I want to hear them do EVPs. Cause I just want to hear them talk. They're all so <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Um, so, oh no, wait, is it? Okay. 
So I'm sorry if you guys, you Ghost Searchers Ireland, happen across this podcast and I fuck up your names or I leave names out because the episode was very fast moving and like I kept rewinding and trying to write, mm-hmm. but I couldn't write that fast. So <laughs> some people's names I didn't get, but I think Gary might be like the head guy, okay. like the team leader. And then I think Chris was a guest. Chris Halton. I think he was a guest on their first visit or one of their visits. So if I have their names right, <laughs> Chris is a former police officer. Okay. Turned paranormal investigator, I guess. Hmm. Um, so he walked in and I mean, okay, so the EVPs that I wrote down, you can hear like clear. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't like to write down the ones that I'm not sure of just cause I don't yeah. want to be like, yeah, you say they said that. Sure. They said it. Like I want to be able to verify myself. Like, yep, I heard it. Mm-hmm. So he walks into, I think they were, they were in the hospital wing. So he walks into, um, like one of the rooms Yeah, and he announced himself as being a police officer. <laughs> Or a former police officer and the EVP they got. Like, so when they overlaid it with a video, uh, like he walks in and it was like immediately he's like feeling like pressure and like difficulty breathing a little bit. And like mm-hmm. the, like the atmosphere of the room just got like really like negative. And then as that's, as he's saying that they overlaid the EVP and mm-hmm. you could hear kill the peeler. So peeler <laughs> is a derogatory slang for police officer, which is like, before they even explained that, I was like, what's peeler mean? Does that mean cop? And like, I Googled it mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what it means. And I was like, holy shit. Um, uh, and so there's a video clip of that. There was a full video of that investigation, but the link was dead. But there's still a clip up of that part. Okay. And then there's another, like their, I guess it was their return. It must've been their return. There's like a full, like 43 minute. Okay. And it's really good. Um, Like there were like a couple like stuff happening. I'm like, no. Like I'm not even watching it like in the dark on the TV. Like I'm watching it on my iPad Uh and I'm like, no. Like it's like in my lap. I'm sitting in the chair and it's sitting on my lap and it's like broad daylight and I'm like <laughs> screaming at my iPad and like my new neighbors are probably all like, this is a quiet building. What are you doing? You're waking up my baby because somebody <laughs> has a baby and I totally woke it up when I was blowing up my air mattress. I'm sorry, new neighbors. I'm Uh-oh. so sorry. Um, in my defense, it was like two in the afternoon. So <laughs> I mean, you know, an air mattress sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Like if anyone's vacuuming or something. Yeah. I still thought I was like, is that a baby crying? Oh shit. I felt really bad, but it's just a coincidence. No one came pounding on the door yet. So I haven't gotten a phone call from the front desk yet. So <laughs> fingers crossed. I don't end up in a situation like my last building with yeah. that downstairs neighbor. She was a nightmare. Um, you know, I'm wondering if some of the noise she heard was not even me, but one of my like non-roommates. Oh, possibly. She was still a bitch. Um, (laughs) uh, so they, oh, derp. I did write, they did a return investigation that is still posted. And then there's a link. Um, it's u2.b 
slash F-K-2-L-Q-W-I-I-M-Q-E. Um, if you can remember that. <laughs> I'm going to copy and paste it and post it. So early on, they started out. I'm going to do my best to recap their investigation a little bit because they had they had several pairs of people walking around and mm-hmm. they jumped back and forth between everybody. So I'm probably going to have some order wrong and everything like that. And there were a couple of people whose names I just did not get. So you had Leslie and Gary were together. Early on, Leslie was experiencing feelings of foreboding and mm-hmm. like that negative, like ominous. We, mm-hmm. we shouldn't, they don't want us here kind of yeah. thing. Um, and then they had like a huge battery drain, uh, like immediately. It was like down f- like 40% battery drain, like off the bat. Wow. Um, and so that happens when, I'm sure you guys all know this by now, when a spirit tries to manifest, they're going to take, and that's what the EMF meter is also used for, because mm-hmm. they try to take energy from wherever they can get it. So you have the battery drains, you'll have like, if they're like um, giving off energy, um, the EMF meter is going to spike because it's going to read changes in that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 oh. They used a, so I know it's written down later on, but they used, thing really cool that they did was they had a radioactivity meter it Mm. wasn't a geiger counter Uh but it was like just a meter to measure radioactivity okay and they had some really good interactions with that too that like they're not moving and it would just like start to jump up like for no reason interesting um and they had so but back to gary and leslie they had this um this software i don't know what it's called but they had this software that was hooked up it was like on their um I don't know if they were using like a laptop or a tablet, but whatever screen that they were using and it was Mm -hmm. like hooked to the camera and it, it, I didn't catch like what it was reading, Uh but it would read somehow read some kind of like whatever energy or whatever. And I guess the closest thing I could compare it to would be like a thermal camera, but it wasn't a thermal camera. So it's like you would see like variations no like you would see like what you're looking at uh-huh. but then it was reading whatever whatever it was reading that you can't see with the naked eye and it would show up on the screen but it was like a um so what they got was it looked like uh you know those really primitive like um Stick figures? yes i've seen this with the dots and the joints and stuff so it's like yes and it, they move and things yep I've seen this. I can't like remember how what they do show. like like how they make like CGI like the, yes like the, like the first like step. the skeleton of it yeah so it looked like that and it was responding to the so they were asking us they were like are you there like okay so first so I didn't write all of this down like I'm remembering now like okay, okay so they're in the room and there's like a window uh-huh. into like another room and see. And like an outline of something, like mm-hmm. a shadow, like on the other side, like of a person, like some kind of like person-esque shape mm-hmm. walk by and they're both like, holy shit, did you see that? Like, um, and then, well, they don't say holy shit. And that's another thing with the EVPs. Gary's like, oh, he said a bad word. <laughs> I can't do an Irish accent, but he's the Huey. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I love it. Um, he's like, oh, he said a bad word. Um, but they were like, oh my God, did you see that? There was just, I think something, something just walked past and they go mm-hmm. and they look and there's nobody there. They're the only ones in that area. And, um, down, so like down that hallway ourselves and then they got, yeah. so she comes around the corner with the screen and the camera 
and there's the stick figure on screen standing uh-huh. right in front of the cell. And they're like, um, they're like, you know, what are you doing here? And they're trying to do EVP at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what are you doing here? What do you want? Like, where do you want us to go somewhere? Is there something you want us to see? Like, point or like, oh, no, first he goes, <laughs> Gary's so funny. He's like, oh, is that you there? Can you wave hello? <laughs> you, speak, you sound Canadian. I know, but he did it with an Irish accent. And it's so cute. It's so adorable. Oh my god! But he's like, <laughs> "Can you wave hello at us?" And then they waved hello with its right what? hand. And the, yes, the right hand like waved. And then he was, "Oh!" And then they're like, "You know, do you want like where do you want us to go?" Mm-hmm. And it starts pointing into the cell right next to it. Okay. And then so when they played back the EVP. At that time, they got the sound of a door opening. Or no, they go into the cell. And then they, they're, when they're playing back the EVP, they got the sound of a door opening, like, down the hallway. Oh. But they didn't hear it at the time, and nobody was there. Um, so then, they're, so they're inside, and Gary says, you know, what's your name? Why are you pointing the cell? Well, he says, what's your name? And then it's just the sound of, like, heavy breathing. <laughs> and it's not like wind or like shuffling because mm-hmm. you, they overlay it with the video. Nobody's moving mm-hmm. and there's no wind or anything. And you hear him say like, what's your name? And it's quiet. And then you start hearing the, <sighs> and then, um, he says, why were you pointing in the cell? And it sounds like fuck off, <laughs> but it's really garbled. Uh-huh. And it like, I wasn't even going to write it down except then Leslie starts doing EVP. And her questions were, do you not want us here? Why are you pointing in the cell? Do you think we should be locked up in here? Were you not a prisoner? Were you a warden? Did you say a bad word? And that was the other thing. Gary was like, oh, I think he said a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) She was, did you say a bad word? (laughs) When they replayed the EVP and she had said... Oh, I didn't write it down originally, but when they replayed it, when she had said somewhere in there, tell us who you are. Mm-hmm. There is a clear as day. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they both, when they played it back, their faces, cause they're like, <gasps> and like, <laughs> like, the, like, oh my God. But it like, it's just so funny because I think it was a combination of like, oh my God, he said the F word. And then also of, oh my God, that's a really clear EVP. Mm-hmm. But it just, it was just so funny. Like, oh, he said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is an even worse one later. Uh, so that was really fun to watch. Uh, and then... Oh, no, I wrote down a bunch of stuff, but I didn't write down where it was. I'm going to assume it was still with Gary and Leslie because I didn't write down. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm sorry, you guys. But uh, throughout the episode, there were multiple shadow figures everywhere. They got Mm -hmm. a really good. Oh, no, did I write that down later? I did write it down later. Okay, no, never mind. So multiple shadow figures just everywhere. They were getting the sound of like jangling, like maybe chains or keys. Mm -hmm. And you could hear it on the camera. At one point, they had a temperature increase. It started out at 11 Celsius, and then the camera was on, and they weren't moving anywhere. They're standing in like the same spot, and the camera was on the thermometer, mm-hmm. and it jumped up to 15. Oh, that's a and big then jump. it jumped up to 21. Those are big jumps in Celsius, right? Yes, I don't <laughs> know what 11 is in Celsius, but 21 is, I think, around like I think 20 is around like 70 for mm-hmm. Fahrenheit for scale, and then zero is zero. Yeah, so. 
I don't know, whatever the in-between is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 11 would be like, what, 50 maybe? I no. What's well, half know. a 70? 35? Sure. Oh, it's cold. That's really I don't cold. think that's quite right. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. No, because zero is 32 because zero is freezing. Oh. I thought zero was zero. That's Kelvin. I don't know temperature science. (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't shock you. Uh, So then they started playing around with a Frank box, which is what that must be like the Europe term because I've always heard it just called a ghost box. So maybe in Europe they call it Frank box. But but the one that I was doing was in New York. I thought that was Europe. It was it was Willard <laughs> Asylum. Oh, I don't know. That was the first time I heard it called that. I've always heard it called a Frank box. I mean a ghost box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've always that <laughs> Your story was the first time I heard it called a Frank box. Like I've always heard it called a ghost box. So I don't know. Maybe Frank invented it. I don't know what uh, on the show that they said this guy Chris something he, they said helped to develop it. So I don't know. So they're playing around with the Frank box. They said, "Is anyone here with us right now?" And the box said, "It did this little and then you hear myself." <laughs> and then they said, "What is your name?" And you hear Michael. Hmm. Um, how old are you? And then it's like womp, womp, womp. and. It was either five or twenty-five. It was okay. unclear. And then they asked how many people are here with us, and they got one. So I didn't write down the other ones because I didn't really hear what they said that they heard. Mm-hmm. But they thought that they heard—I forget the questions—but it was um, when they were trying to dig more into like who Michael was. Yeah, it sounded like Michael was somebody who fell from. Up high, like okay. up on the um, the walkway. Yeah. But I, it was too garbled for me to make out, but I okay. mean, you guys can go and watch it and decide for yourselves. On the upper level of C-Wing, two different times, you hear a whistle that got picked up by the camera. Hmm. Like a person whistle? Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, nobody else in the area, no, they went on the walkie-talkies. Did anybody else hear this whistle? Nobody else heard it. And it was like they heard it once and then they were asking, like, did anyone hear this? And they were like, no. And like a minute later, they heard it again. Mm -hmm. Like, you can clearly hear it on the camera. And it sounds like it's coming from, like, down the corridor. But nobody else was up there. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they got, like, dragging noises. Like, something heavy was being dragged. That's unpleasant. Uh The upper level of D-Wing, and this is where I specifically wrote, I didn't get the investigators' names. I'm sorry, you guys. They were doing EVP and they asked, is there someone called Stanley in here with us? And on the EVP, there was a whispered in here, hmm. like in the, like from the cell, like I'm in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chris was using the radioactivity meter, which this was fucking awesome. <laughs> so if you're not moving around, you shouldn't really have increases or decreases in radioactivity, I guess, unless you're in Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even then, I think if you're in one spot, it's pretty 
consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you're moving spot to spot, then you would expect it to go up and down. Yeah. So it started out at a nine and he starts calling. Is anybody here with me? Like come closer to me. This device will tell me that you're here. Come closer. The number rose up to 11. Hmm. That's great. Keep coming. Like come closer. All of you, like who else is here? How many of you are in here? Come closer. 12. Um, and as he kept like goading them, like keep coming, keep coming. The numbers kept rising to then 15, 17, 19. Um, the temperature dropped. You could see his breath clouding in the air. Um, and then when he said, okay, thanks, I'm going to go now. And the numbers jumped up to 21. Uh, yeah. And then, and I even wrote down the timestamp because this was so fucking cool because I saw it and I lost my shit at about 3140 mm-hmm. into the video. Leslie's walking through a room Okay, and there's like pillars and stuff. Like it's like a big open area. Yeah. You clear as fucking day. You see a shadow figure pass behind her <sighs> and then they like slow it down they rewind and slow it down for you to see it. And it's like, uh, just a black shadow person just Ooh. walks. I know. I, t- <laughs> Oh my God. I like grab. I was like, no way. Oh my God. Uh, as the baby waking scream. <laughs> so fucking cool. No, <laughs> I didn't hear a baby cry after that. Well, I have my headphones on too. So who knows? Maybe. <laughs> And then other than that, reports of footsteps, just generic movement, Mm -hmm. like rustling and stuff, doors opening and closing when Mm -hmm. nobody was around. Uh, One question. Does this, all the cells and stuff still have doors? Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering because if it was like defunct and stuff. Yeah, but they're working on restoring it. Okay. Um, I mean, most of, most of like the stuff falling apart looked like peeling paint and just like general debris lying around. It's the courthouse that's like derelict and falling apart. Um, this, I mean, this place where they were, wasn't in the best shape. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't have like visitors go in there generally. I don't think except for like doing a ghost tour, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like Eastern state. Okay. How some of that was kept up better than other parts. Like there were some cells where it was like the ceiling has caved in. Yeah. And then other cells, like, um, I almost said Al Pacino. Al Capone. Al Capone. I always mix them up. <laughs> always. Because um, <laughs> they're so similar. Al Pacino plays mobsters. Yeah. And both of their names are Al. I don't think it's that far-fetched that I confused the two of them. But yeah, Al Capone's cell was, like, pristine because they had restored it and put it back to how it looked when he was there. But yeah, so the d- the doors were all still there. Okay, just curious. Uh, and I wrote down all caps, lots more. But for the sake of time, just go watch it on your own. <laughs> I highly recommend. I, I can't wait to go watch the rest of their stuff that they have posted because <laughs> they're just all a delightful bunch. I want to work with them. <laughs> Gonna have to watch that bad language though. Those bad words. They'll bleep me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Am said a bad word. <laughs> I'm such a naughty word. They're so cute. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't write down the other one that they did. Um, one of the EVPs used the C word. Ooh. Uh, like the, the EVP was the C word? Yeah. Ooh. Like the, like the ghost was calling somebody. 
Like Bad you, ghost. you, yeah. Um, and then they put it up on the screen, but then they like, instead of a U, they put like the at symbol <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Or they put like, they put some kind of like, or yeah. no, maybe that was fuck. They put the at, but like, they only like changed the vowel. So it's like, you still know what the word is. Okay. <laughs> but I think that one, I don't remember which one that was. I didn't write it down. Cause I think I was scared that I would say the, the word oh. on the air and yeah. it's not like I've never used it, but that's a really bad. So, yeah. you know, I'm okay saying fuck, 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 but <laughs> <laughs> that's the line. <laughs> um, so on to Nate's story. Oh, oh Nate. that's right. I forgot. There's still more. There is. Cause it's a viewer <laughs> mail. Oh, I hope we have a new fan. Hi, Nate. Um, so Nate and his sister visited here in October of 2014, mm-hmm. and he says that they both threw out. They both felt a very, and I'm quoting, very physical and distinct presence, um, like the entire time they were there. Mm-hmm. So he was taking photos on his phone. Okay. I didn't ask him what kind of phone he has, but I mean some kind of smartphone, but I'm sure. But um, I, like iPhone, Samsung, like I don't know. Okay. Uh, right? So he was taking photos of everything. So they were in the execution chamber okay and he took three there's nooses like the nooses that they used are hanging it's yeah used ones are hanging yeah it's not pleasant but uh so he took three photos the first two were totally normal Mm -hmm. the third one which I believe if I understood his telling of this correctly, he didn't see it until later Mm -hmm. because right after he took the third one, his phone shut off on its Ah. own. He could not get it to turn back on for the rest of the time that they were there. Like he was trying to turn it on, but like it had a battery charge on it. Like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have died like there. And he's, he had never had this kind of problem with his phone before. Okay. Um, so they, so like the tour finishes, they leave mm-hmm. when, once they're outside, it turned right back on hmm. and it was at, it had a 40% battery charge left. Okay. So it wasn't even near dead and it shut itself off. Um, so the third, the first two photos were normal. The third one has, it looks like maybe he might've lightened it a little bit to show it, but there's definitely... Like, I don't see how it can be a reflection. It's weird. It's like a streak, almost like a line mm-hmm. of light. And it goes right over the far right noose. Interesting. Yeah. And that's, um, he's, he couldn't find the photo. So he, he scrolled back his Instagram and screenshotted oh. the Instagram. <laughs> so it's like he took a picture of a picture of a picture. Yeah. So it's a, but I mean, it's still like, it's still clearly there. Okay. Um, and then the the caption he wrote on his Instagram was possible ghost spot at a haunted prison in Belfast. My phone shut off within minutes of taking this picture and wouldn't turn on due to no battery power. Upon leaving the prison, phone came back on with forty percent power left. Um, um, did he meant happen to mention if he's had that problem since this visit? He has not. Okay. He said he hasn't had that problem before and he hasn't had that problem since. Um but I'm, this was 2014. I'm sure he doesn't have that phone anymore. I know, I know that. <laughs> That's probably why you couldn't find the picture. Uh, but yeah, so it's, um, I mean, I'll shout him out. Nate Dog Fifth on Instagram. Uh, 
5th not f-i-f-t-h um and thank you for your story nate this was actually i had never heard of this place and my cousin texts me and he's like she goes uh nate has a ghost story um (laughs) i think you should hear it (laughs) and i was like yes um And it was funny because I was like, she's like some prison somewhere or, or no, she said it was from a prison. I said, do you know which one? And she goes, I don't know, somewhere in Pennsylvania. And I go, <laughs> it was probably Eastern state. We've already done that one, but I'll take the story and we'll still do it as like a, a viewer mail. Yeah. Like a little spot. And, um, and then when I was texting with him and he was like, no, I've been there, but this wasn't from there. This was <laughs> Ireland. And so because of that, I started researching this and I f- found all this stuff. And it, Nate gave you a gold mine. Oh, seriously. Thank you, Nate. Because <laughs> this is, this was so awesome to research and find all of this shit. It was so <laughs> great to watch. Oh my God, you guys. When I post these rinks, links, rinks, when I post <laughs> these links, you have to go watch. It was really good. So that's the Crumlin Road goal. Cool. Yeah. Got to go there. Yeah, for sure. On the list. You need to go like all over. Everywhere? Everywhere. Ireland, everywhere. Passport. I know. I'm waiting on my new one. I'm hoping it gets here before my cruise in like two weeks. That would be great. (laughs) I expedited it. So good luck, me. Yeah. I don't know. I pissed off Border Patrol, so who knows what's going to happen. I might not be going to the Bahamas. <laughs> Over candy. Come on. Over Border. candy. Border Patrol. Like, they were mad I wasn't smuggling drugs, so they trashed my car and stole my candy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Do you have a story you'd like to tell? No. <laughs> I That's guess okay. I should. I think mine was long enough. We could just go. <laughs> Okay, so I had a bunch of pain-in-the-butt times for my researching this past bunch. Good, now you know how it feels. You guys, she just farted. Do you need to check your pants? I think you need to check your face. I'm pretty sure I didn't shit my face. (laughs) I mean, I hope that you would notice and tell me. No, just let you walk around like that. You would. (laughs) So, what I originally picked... Scratch that. Two that I originally... The one I originally picked, and then the one I tried to replace it with... Oh, no. That's the worst. They were both, like, castle-y, mansion-y type places. One was in Belgium... One was in, like, the Hudson Valley in New York here. They were on these stupid internet lists that I hate forevermore. Oh, yeah. And they said, the most haunting places, and you got to be careful of that because it's Mm -hmm. just, like, they mean haunting like it's creepy and it's derelict and it's broken down. No ghosts. So poo on you. Anyway, I stumbled across this one. I don't even remember how I stumbled across this one, but I am glad I did because it saved my butt. (laughs) So it's the Bovingdon Airfield in Hampstead, England. 
did you get Hamel out of Hampstead? No, Hamel, Hampstead, England. Oh, it's Hamel, Hampstead. Okay. So, like, I guess the town and the county, I don't know how they do their yeah. addressing things. Mm-hmm. So, this airfield was built in 1941-1942 by John Laying and Son. And in 1942, the Royal Air Force Bomber Command took up residence. The operational missions were flown there until the airfield was handed over to the U.S. From 1943 to 1963, it was home to the, U- the American Air Force and was known as U.S. Air Station 112. The Americans flew some combat missions from there before the airfield was assigned the role of, tra- of a training base for B-17 crews until the end of the Second World War. So, I'm assuming it was, because there's some overlapping time frames here, so I'm assuming it was still a training base for the U.S. Air Force, but also some other places were doing stuff there at the same time, because in 1944, Bovingdon became the base for the European Air Transport Service, which is where they ferried the injured troops from World War II back home, Mm -hmm. the U.S. forces back home through this terminal. So a lot of injured and remains of people went through there to go back home. And then in 1947... Bovingdon was returned to the Royal Air Force and the British Ministry of Civil Aviation obtained the airfield for civil airline use. British European Airways and British Overseas Airways Corporation both flew out of there and also a number of independent aircraft operators used the airfield. And in 1951... The U.S. Air Force came back in control. I don't know. They kept them going back and forth between the Royal Air Force and the U.S. Air Force throughout this. Hmm. And um, in 1962, the Royal Air Force returned with the Southern Command Squadron. In the 1960s, Bovingdon was used in production of several World War II films including The War Lover from 1961, starring Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen! (laughs) And 633 Squadron from 1964. And then in 1969, flying ceased at the airfield. 1972, the airfield was shut down. 19... How? Okay, wait. Flying stopped, but it wasn't shut down for three more years, so what was going on there? I don't know if it was, like, repair and stuff or... Because they still have a radio tower that, like, sends out a signal. Because, um... Like, air traffic or something? Holding... The holding patterns for um, Heathrow... Yeah, so air traffic. ...is um, still over top of this this place because it has the... um, I don't know if I wrote it down. I don't write it down, but it's some kind of initials, some kind of beacon that still sends mm-hmm. off a signal and they fly like a thousand meter circle around 
or yeah, while they're waiting to it. yeah, like when I circle JFK for three hours because we got in ten minutes early and they don't know what to do with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that they they said ten airplanes can be in a hold pattern over this airfield at at a, at a time. Like they can have up to ten because they start at like sixteen thousand feet all the mm-hmm. way down to seven thousand feet, and then they're just like. Stacks like of airplanes <laughs> circling. Yeah. So you can look up and see them. I remember one holding pattern they had us in. We came in. So because they always, like Rochester to JFK, they always say it's going to be like an hour and a half flight. It never is. Mm-hmm. We're always there within like 20 to 40 minutes. <laughs> 20, always. 20 minutes? The fast, that was like, I think twice that happened. Like we caught a good tailwind wow. and we got good speed and it was like 25 minutes. We were passing over Manhattan. Wow. It was ridiculous. It was like, <laughs> holy shit. But then we get there early and they don't know what to do with us. Yeah. But like that flight has never been more than an hour. <laughs> never, ever, ever. That I've been on the plane. Yeah. And one one of the holding patterns they had us in one time, I looked out the window and I was like, where the fuck are we? We were flying like, because I was looking like, because they have the map on the screen. Mm-hmm. And we were flying like way over Long Island. And then we ended up turning around and coming back. And I remember passing over like Massapequa High School. <laughs> I think it was Massapequa. It was because um, the name was on the football field. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, maybe not Massapequa because I feel like that, that name is too long. Ma- no, not Masspath. That's Queens. But somewhere like in Nassau. Yeah. That I was like, what the fuck are we doing all the way out here? Like, I'm not going to Long Island. <laughs> I'm not paying for the LIRR when mm-hmm. I can get the subway. No. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, that was my little anecdote for that. <laughs> um, in 1978, some flying scenes for the film Hanover Street starring Harrison Ford were shot there. And in 1987, HM Prison, her ma- HM, I took me a while to figure out what that meant, Her Majesty's Prison. Oh, like HMS Titanic? <laughs> The Mount opened first housing young male offenders, uh, 18 to 21, and it now houses Category C male prisoners. It's still operational, by the way. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is the airfield? It's a prison now? There is a prison on the out, outside edge. So there's the two cross runways. Like, uh-huh. It kind of looks like a big X. Yeah. And then there's buildings like all the way around the perimeter uh-huh. of this. I mean, not all the way around, but... You know, yeah, dotted around the edge of, of that area. And one of those is a prison. One of them is a prison. Okay. Um, the airfield also is currently used for regular Saturday markets, and uh, the markets also open on hol- bank holiday Mondays. So you know, there's the prison here at, at one point, and then you know, right next door, there's this. Saturday market. So, do the prisoners do? Can they get day passes to go to the market and get like goods? I don't know. I don't know what category C is. I'm I'm assuming that's lower level. I'm assuming A is the worst. That would make sense, right? You know what happens when you assume. I know. You know the. the, (laughs) I could have just googled it, but I. I had the U.S. does everything its own way, so it's like it's hard yeah. to apply the way we would do it to <laughs> another country because yeah, it is. we're ass backwards. <laughs> and then, uh, as well as hosting the market, the airfield has been used for filming TV dramas and feature films. 
There is also a permanent circuit for banger racing, which is kind of like old beat up cars, and they race not like, like um, a dem- not dem- demolition derby. They but but it's not like stock car, like nice, pretty vehicles. Mm-hmm. It's just like your old beat up junker, and then you, you give it a big it. engine, and then you race it, okay. <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, well, which closed in September 2008. <laughs> That's Whoops. the racing <laughs> closed in, t- in September 2008. But there is also another thing, and it's called Drift Limits. And it's a place where you can drive race cars and supercars, learn how to drift, and learn how to do stunt driving. At this, and So part of one of the runways was turned into racetracks. And uh, around, uh, around, there's some wooded area around one part of it. And over in that part, there's a Delta Force paintball, like across the runway from the prison. <laughs> and um, in January 2018, Airfield is, was the filming location of ITV's Dancing on Ice where they built a full-size studio for the series, which has its own, like, ice rink and stuff like that. And that that airfield also, they filmed part of Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, Borat! Where they did the recreation of the 1985 Live Aid set. Oh, the Live Aid. Oh. That's that's where they filmed that part. (sighs) That was such a good movie. (laughs) That first director, whatever his name is, he sucked. But the rest of the movie. <laughs> oh, I love Rami Malik. Hey, I worked with Rami Malik. I can attest. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweet <laughs> baby angel. And he's wonderful. Okay. I worked with him before he won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all for the history. And on to the haunting. <laughs> Should I not make that face when you do that? Does that make you laugh? Yeah, it does. (laughs) Um, Most of the accounts came from the show Dancing on Ice. Because, yeah, that's that's what I stumbled across first was the article on Dancing on Ice has ghosts. Were there any crowbar throwing ghosts? No. That's good. Yes. And I was surprised that Dancing on Ice is a real thing. <laughs> I keep waiting. I keep expecting to see Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it would be Dancing with the Stars, but in ice skates? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Okay, so several visitors to the area have been left terrified by a mysterious mist that follows and engulfs people. Oh, no. They say it suddenly appears and is so thick you can't see through it. Oh, jeez. One person is rumored to have seen it late at night on the runway. When they said runway, I'm thinking like a catwalk kind of thing. They mean like the airplane runway? Yeah, yeah, they mean the airplane runway because this is an airfield. Come on, people. I mean, Mel. (laughs) Come on, me. Exactly. (laughs) Um. The mist even followed and engulfed a group of friends. Um, some friends of his were waiting in a car six meters away, and they said it followed him. It was engulfing him. 
The victim found that he could not see through the mist to the car, nor could he hear his companions calling out to him. That sounds like some Blair Witch shit. <laughs> so it's, uh, I guess it's a lot different than the normal fog England has used to. <laughs> <laughs> Foggy old London town. Um, in another instance. Or in, in, in English fog. No, what is that called? Yeah, an English fog. No, the T. London fog? London fog. <laughs> <laughs> um, in another incident, one driver saw another vehicle get engulfed in the mist. So I guess they were par- waiting in their car and they another car was like, just swallowed up. That's insane. Um, dog walkers have also reported a presence that causes their animals to howl and try to run away um, because there's lots of little like suburb type towns around the edge of this airfield as well. So I guess dog walkers walk past it a lot. Um, other passerbys have claimed to hear the sounds of aircraft and Morse code along with a strange bubblegum smell. What's the bubblegum smell? Um, they said... I mean, they always just say the strange bubblegum smell, but one of the accounts said that's like a typical smell of U.S. troops from World War II okay. era. That's why I was waiting on, like, what in 1943 or whatever, what smelled like bubblegum? Yeah, I guess the troops had a lot of bubblegum. They had a lot of cigarettes, I know that. I don't know. They just, they said it was associated with the troops, that's what they think. That's interesting. Um, and there's room, there's rumors, and I'm not sure exactly how this plays into the haunting aspect of it, but there's rumors that the U.S. Air Force left vehicles abandoned in an underground chamber on the site. And I'm not sure if it was like things that were used in World War II and might have something attached to them, leaving the bubblegum smelling troops hanging around. Maybe they were the bubblegum transport vehicles to supply the front lines <laughs> with their bubblegum. Maybe. Um, regardless, that's fucking awesome. That's like a time capsule. Uh, yeah. I, there have, I did not find accounts of anyone actually stumbling upon this. I would thing. love to find that. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things says um, it's haunted by one of the, I think, people that work on Dancing on Ice said it's haunted by the airmen who have died. Their bodies have been brought back from war. Some of the crew have seen ghosts. And uh, the crew aren't the only ones. One of the new judges for this show, uh, his name is Ashley, either Banjo or Bonho. (laughs) B-A-N-J-O. I like Banjo. (laughs) Because that's how you spell Banjo, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, 29. Confessed he was nervous of the spirits and tries, tried to spend as little time in the studio as possible. He says, I've seen a few mists. I'm not going to lie. I go from the changing room to the stage. No wandering around. <laughs> and then someone from the International Paranormal Society, based in Minnesota, <laughs> came, Minnesota. Here, came here um, and did an investigation. And his name was Adrian Lee. This is what he said. There's a lot of electromagnetic field activity. 
I had an American pilot come through called Charlie. He said his engine was on fire. He didn't think he'd make it. And to tell his wife that he loves her. No. Oh, my God. My only gripe with Adrian Lee is he has a whole list of places he's been and they've investigated. Like, five of them, they have, like, you can click on them and get information. There's a whole, like, list of, like, Hundreds. It's just the name. And this is one of them. Like, come on. Oh, it's like you can't get details? Like, no showing evidence. Like, this was from a news article that, like, the reporter talked mm. to him, and that's what he told the reporter. Well, the thing with the EMF is, if that tower is still active, <laughs> I mean, there's your EMF reading. The only thing is, I, like, I Googled, and I could see, like, all of these places that are, like, around this airfield. I could not, I mean, of course, they're not going to say it, but they, there's several buildings that aren't labeled, and I'm not sure which one is the location for the Dancing on Ice, uh. because... So uh, at least two or three of them look pretty new. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's the complex that's right next door to the prison or if it's the one that's closer to the tower that you're uh-huh. the, yeah, the whatever tower it so is. No details. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I was bummed by that because like they have a lot of investigations that they say they did. But then there's nothing to there's back it no- up. Nothing. Yeah. And then he has his blog, and I thought, oh, this is going to be good stuff. Nah. I click on the blog, and it's him talking about nothing to do with ghost hunting at all. Oh, like our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, like nothing at all. Like one was like he, I don't know, like I can't even remember now what it was. Like it was a diary? Pretty his much. personal thoughts some, of the day? Something like that. It's like... Yeah. It's like, come on, it's on a paranormal investigative website and your blog, let's like, you know, it had the little tabs at the top. Yeah. Investigations, um, events, blog. I would think the blog would be like your thoughts on what investigation you did most recently. I'm laughing because I'm realizing that as I've been posting the stuff like for episodes on our social media accounts, mm-hmm. I've not updated our website in quite some time. Shame. <laughs> it's hard. Weebly yeah. is, I mean, it's probably one of the more user-friendly sites, but <laughs> oh, it's hard, man. It gets annoying to like copy and paste links and format stuff and type stuff and and the photo gallery is a pain in my ass. It is? I hate our photo gallery. Oh. So, like, organize stuff and then capt- like put captions and stuff on it. But I hate updating our photo gallery. It's such <laughs> a pain in the ass. <laughs> Instagram is easy because I, I can just select what I want and then I just write the little blurb underneath. Mm-hmm. And I just number it. Like, the first photo is this. The second photo is this. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then I share to Facebook, share to Twitter. Done. <laughs> The website is like I have to drag and drop stuff, and then it always wants to reorganize itself however it wants. And I'm like, no, I don't want you there. Uh, and then to put the captions on the photos, sometimes it doesn't want to do that. And then it'll like, instead of captioning that photo, the caption for the photo that I labeled will end up on another photo from another post. Oh, that's weird. So I procrastinate and I forget. I, we're, we're, our website is pretty far behind. I'm sorry, you guys. And then I was like, it's not a big deal. No one looks at that shit. And then Karen was like, 
I've been going to your website to like, cause I, she was taking the links from the website to mm-hmm. listen to the episodes and she's like, ah. when are you posting a new episode? And meanwhile, there have been like five posted, oh. <laughs> but they weren't on the website. They were, I was like, go to iTunes. And she's Shame. like, no. <laughs> I know it's my bad. You guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's his problem, too. I mean, who's his host? I have no idea. Is it Weebly? <laughs> I don't look into those things. <laughs> um, did you have more? Nope, that was it. Okay. Because tacked on to that, I have to get going on our website because I have to add on, I have to upgrade it to add on the store option. Oh. Because we have merch now that yeah, you guys can so buy if you want. You does. can wait to win a contest and get the shit for free. You could. But if you want it now and yeah. you, or you don't want to bother entering a contest or you don't want to wait for another contest, you can buy it. If you don't want to join our Facebook group to be in the contest. <laughs> and there's not really going to... So, so the stickers came the other day. We have our first stickers. Yay. Um, there's not really going to be a markup on them. We're going to sell them pretty much at cost. Okay. Um, and then like, I am like the shipping postage. Yeah. It can go in an envelope. <laughs> um, I mean, they're pretty small. The magnets might be, they're not here yet. So I don't know. Oh yeah. Cause they might be heavy. They might be a little heavy. So they might be a little extra postage, but, um, but yeah, we want to do that right and set up like an official store. Cool. So that might take a little bit of time and we still don't even have all the merch yet. So, um, and maybe there'll be some bookmarks that can be in there. Oh, Mel originals. Yeah. Collector's items. Yeah, they will be because those are limited editions. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, they are. We'll see what I You need to to be rewarded for your carpal tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, once I get the layout down, it's actually not that. Hard to get it done. Don't downplay yourself. Let them think that you're working hard. Oh, but the layout is difficult. Oh, okay. Figuring that out to make the words fit right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that takes some time. Well, the two that you did, I think are amazing. It came out really well. So. Yay. Especially the little, like you added the little compass. Yeah. And then the little ghost. That Those were really cute. I want one. <laughs> I know. I got to do that. So I think that might about- be a birthday gift. <laughs> have to wait 10 more months uh maybe not <laughs> so i think that's about all of our time You're yep, done, right? yeah i'm done there wasn't a whole lot but it was a lot better than nothing at all <laughs> i actually so it's funny because i actually was gonna try to look up world war ii era stuff because mm-hmm. i love world war ii okay. i mean well i mean like it's a horrible tragedy but like you're a history buff <laughs> Well, I'm interested in history. Okay. History fascinates you. (laughs) I don't do historical science, but (laughs) I am fascinated by it. Yes. And I had family that served in -hmm. in the world, in the war. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just always been really interested in that. The world war two and the civil war Mm -hmm. are the two that I'm like, Ooh, tell me more. Um, so I actually was going to try to look up places for that era and then I ended up not. (laughs) <laughs> well, I did for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I stumbled on it. <laughs> See, it was meant to be. In my internet wanderings. It was kismet. Serendipity. Uh, so, rate, review, subscribe. 
my fave haunting. Uh, make sure your rating matches your review. If you yeah. leave a review. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. And if you guys are interested in investigating Rolling Hills with us at the end of August, DM us, email us, let us know if you're interested, and we'll get some info together for you. Come and figure it out. join us. Come investigate with us forever and ever and ever. Okay. Thanks for potting with us. Potting. That just sounds so weird. Potting. <laughs> ghost potters. Ghost. Ghost potters. <laughs> Stay off the podcast when the podcast is hot. Do, do you know that reference? No. Ghost ghost potters that i do that the whole thing is the whole same thing the whole it? thing is yeah okay it's all the same song <laughs> oh see how much i pay attention the road so far <laughs>